Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service, and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Hey, this is Gabriel Silva after... Oh, shit, I messed up already! Oh, shit, so. Oh, shit, so. Shit, so, shit, All right, what up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, which looks like that's going to be changing soon that I heard today. So, But right now, we're still brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. Also, this episode is brought to you by Take Action Gear and Apparel. Um... You know what? It's so crazy that I'm getting caught up today and I have the guy who actually him and his mother who are over Take Action Gear. So I'm going to make sure I do this right. Let me start over. This episode is also brought to you by Take Action Apparel and Gear, the brainchild of actor Gabriel Silva to stand up against bullying through fashion and accessories that let you be you. You can support the cause by going to www.takeactiongear.com and purchase something to support the cause. So to jump right into it, I have Tiffany. Hi. Silva. And I have Gabriel Silva. Hello. Now, you hear me always talk about Gabe because they're one of the sponsors of the show. They, you know, help push us and support us as we try to do the same for them. Um, Gabe, how old are you, first of all? I'm 12 years old. I will be 13 in May. 13. May what? May 23rd. So, I won't be cussing for the listeners today. Now, with talking about cursing, I did want to ask about Tiffany. Yes. With Gabe being a child actor, has he had any roles where he has had to curse in a movie? Yes. Are you okay with that? Yes. It's okay. His, he knows the difference between his job, job and what's acceptable at home. Yeah. See, and and the reason I said that because I was when I was coming down here, like people know I've done pod, I've interviewed you before. We did a phone call interview, yeah. and we we kind of did that from a perspective of like talking about movies. But I was adamant about coming down to Houston. We've been talking about coming. We was promising you guys we were coming, and I told her I said. I told Ortiz, I said, we got to get to Houston. They're going to think we lying to them. They're going to think we just, you know, fluffing and talking and never going to come down here. But I wanted to, to to see him in person because I know after about the first five or ten minutes of the, uh, the phone interview we had, he began to become alive. Yes. And I was like, I want to sit in front of him so I can feel that energy. So I'm excited to be around you, man. I don't Yay. know if you understand that. You're the first pretty much actor and movie. I, I'm going to call you a movie star because I like to speak things into existence. So that's how we're going to move, man. Okay. So what do you have going on right now, Gabe? What's going on? You got movies you're acting for and auditioning for. How is that whole process? Well, it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> and, well, yeah, it's just a lot of hard work with yeah. me and my mom. Yeah. We do this together. And well, my mom helps me with this. Yeah. So how's So do you have any best friends that you do your lines with, or is it your mom? It's just my me and my mom. Man, I don't get no better than that. Artesia was telling me before you got before we got to Houston. She was like, "Yeah, she told me she got off work, 
picked him up, drove down to Dallas for an audition and came right back. And I said, mm, I need to save up all my time of giving time because or, or enjoy spending all my time by myself because I don't have any kids. Because I was like, you literally have to dedicate yourself to him to do that. 24-7. But what, it, like, what does that take to do that? Because we're all selfish by nature. So to be able to say, you know what, I just got off work when you know you want to lay down, but you're pushing his dreams. And most people, like most parents, they, they they try to help inspire their kids by saying, hey, do your homework and so on and so forth. But what you're doing as far as putting money into them and taking them here and there, that's something that most parents don't really do until like 15, 16, 17 with volleyball and school and college. You're doing it now. It's like your whole life, because he's a child actor, started early. It's an investment. It's an investment of the parents' time, their their finances, their energy, and we're we're blessed. We have like a family unit. Yeah. My mom, mm-hmm. grandma, my uncle. Yeah. You know, everyone kind of pitches in, and even the dog. Yeah. The dog travels with us. <laughs> so we gotta take the dog. <laughs> What's the dog's name? Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. What kind of dog is it? Toy poodle. A, a what? A toy poodle. So that means he's super small. Yeah. yeah. He fits in a purse. That's why it's called a toy poodle. Did you choose that, or did Gabe choose that? Actually, we both kind of did. It was. I wanted a Shih Tzu yeah. at first. He wanted a Shih Tzu. Yeah. We saw his face. And a cuss word dog. <laughs> I like that. That's why. That's see. That's how I view. See, and you know what? That's probably the closest I get to cussing right now. So I'll take a Shih Tzu because I literally told Ortiz I was like, I got to figure out how I'm gonna talk with Gabe in this room. You say Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu. There you go. So when you want to say a cuss word, we'll just say Shih Tzu, and we'll know what that means. That may be the name of the podcast. We're going to call the podcast Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu featuring like Gabriel Silva and Tiffany Silva. That's how we're going to do that. So so I was looking at some of the pictures. A lot of times I look at the pictures of Gabe um, with people he's working with and young kids and stuff like that. How, how, how does it make you feel to pretty much, I don't know if you view yourself as a leader, but you should, but you have people and all these kids like supporting Take Action Gear and wearing Take Action Gear and talking about it. So what made you, I know we asked you this on the first podcast, but now that I'm in front of you, I see you checking out my tattoos, man. I'm not a prison person. I'm not a prison. I haven't been, well, you know, I haven't been to prison like that. So you don't have to be, you don't have to be nervous. See, looking at the tattoos, I just, you know, I love kids. Well, his dad has tattoos. Okay. Okay. Well, it's good. I just want to make sure, you know, you don't know how people view you. Okay. Cool. So how does it feel to be a leader with this whole bullying campaign and and pushing this? It makes you feel happy. Yeah? Yep. So I I was telling Artesia, I was like, you know, it's this kid named Sean Shelton when I was in high school. He's a little white kid, like a string bean. And people used to pick on him. He was short. He was small. And one of the things I always hated about bullies is like, they're always bigger than you. Most of them are not attractive, but what happens is it's the love that they're not getting at home and respect that they're not getting at home. So they come and take it out on somebody that's smaller and weaker. And I'm doing air quotes, people, because most of the time the people that bullies pick on are not weak. Exactly. To take that every day that you don't even deserve to be able to take that kind of punishment. So have you had anybody who was bullied previously and because of your Take Action Gear brand and your movement, they feel better about themselves or they are able to face bullying in a different manner because of what you're doing? You know, I'm not really sure, but I hope so. <laughs> his responses. And he has such a regal look about himself. Thank you. He didn't want to put his uh, the head fe- headsets on because his hair is so good. <laughs> You, have, you do have good hair, man. Thank you. Has anybody ever said, can they borrow some of that? Yes, my mama. For real? Yeah. And he got the little Superman soup curl, but it's on the side corner. Yep. People pay for that. People, that's what I'm talking about. If you cut your hair, you could sell that from some good money. And you're going to keep growing it, man. 
You should be happy. What now? So he's. You told me he's getting ready. To, the the role that he um, auditioned for is for. Well, I'm sorry. That's okay. We can edit that part. Okay. Okay. But he uh, has a he has a big part coming up um, in March okay. next year. March of next year. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, we'll be able to talk about that soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll definitely come chat with you guys. Not a problem. But it's it's going to be an awesome role. Man, I, I just, from the time that I saw, like, I remember from the interview, the first time I was telling Artiz, I was like, I love the energy that he has. And I, I remember telling I said, I love the energy that he has. I love kids, period. So it's like to be able to get a kid who actually engages oh, yeah. That's is a big thing. Kid. Go ahead. That's, oh, just, that's my old man in a kid's body. In a kid's that's body. Let's tell him. He, um, the role coming up in March for the movie, he actually did his own stunts. Yeah. Or mostly, for the most yeah. part, he did his own stunts, which was kind of fun because in Mexico, he had fallen down and he goes, Mom, my people, they ran over me. I'm half Mexican, so... <laughs> You have Mexican? Yes. Okay, and that's what I was going to ask. I was like, what? so what is he? Because, you know, that's one of the things people don't like to really say because, you know, I, I have a friend. Um, she's in New York, and I'm talking about Michelle Hope. She was saying she got mistaken for a white woman the other day. She's biracial. Her mom's white. Her dad's black. And she was like, I've never been mistaken for a white person. So what are some of the nationalities or ethnicities has he been mistaken for? Middle Eastern, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, um, never, never Hispanic. Never, <laughs> no, never, never Hispanic. Hispanic. Weird, never Hispanic. Yeah. So Mexican, and then you are. What's I'm your black. race? I'm. You're just fam- black. Yeah. Well, far as I know, my family's from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we all some. <laughs> my family's from Louisiana. So. I'd be distraught. I just. Yeah, he's from Louisiana too, Frank. Okay. There you go, Frank. I'd be. You know, they somebody. I, I've done. I've done. Uh, I did Ancestry.com, I think it was. Now, they didn't tell me. They told me where I was from, but it didn't say anything about European. Now, I didn't get the breakdown to where it gives you the percentages, but I just hope that if I, when that time comes and I decide to do it, as long as I'm 80% black or (laughs) sub-Saharan African is what they put, I'm cool. I don't know how I feel if they said I was like 45% white. That would be funny. That would be very funny. Bit, you but never I, know. Yeah, you don't. And I have nothing against white right. people. It's just, you see, like, I think it was, um, what is the girl who played on um, Desperate Housewives who was married to Tony Parker? The Hispanic, Eva Longoria. Because I think she, when they got hers, I think this show, she was like 30% white. And she was like, what? Because you think, oh, I'm Mexican, you grow up black, you grow up whatever, and you don't mm-hmm. think of any of that. But this whole DNA thing, and it's like, exactly. here we go. My grandmother has um, a skin skin issue mm-hmm. that's only common in Caucasian people. So who knows? And she's black. And, yeah. Yep. Well, she checks that box, so. Mm. I check all the boxes. Yeah, he does. It's kind of funny. Why do you check all the boxes? Because they have, for me, yeah. specifically, black, Mexican, White other. So come come a little closer check, to the mic, oh, too. So yeah. Black, Mexican, white other. So we have to check all of them because we because really you have a little bit know. of Because you have a little bit of all of it. Yes. I don't think when it comes to race, have you had to, had to deal with any racism as yes. a kid? Can you give me a, a time or an, an experience that you've had that? or well, kind of just in terms of casting, uh, he has such an ambiguous look mm-hmm. that, um, and we, we really appreciate when um, casting directors sat down with us yep. and was like, if the role is going to be written for him, it's going to be right. Yeah. But he's not black enough. He doesn't look black enough to be to portray a black, a black kid. kid. Doesn't look Hispanic enough to play a Hispanic kid. 
And in some pictures, he does look Asian. And that's crazy. So it's like he's so ambiguous yeah. that sometimes that hurts him instead of helping him. But, you know, hopefully it'll help him a lot more as we move, as we move on towards, you know, more of a, yeah. you know, ethnically ambiguous nation, hopefully. That's crazy, man, because do you have you, so. How, you said he's homeschooled, right? Mm -hmm. Has he always been homeschooled or did he ever go to public school? He, well, he went to uh, private Catholic. school. Private school? Public school. Up until what point? Fifth grade. Fifth grade? At the, um, after Christmas, we moved to L.A. Yeah. So yeah. how was it? Did you prefer to move in, live in L.A. or here? I preferred to move in L.A. My mom likes Atlanta better, though. Yeah? I haven't been to Atlanta since I was, like, trying to play football and going down there. I was out in the Jonesboro era, as I always say. But it is something about California. Like, yeah. the weather... What do the you weather. like about it? I like the weather. Yeah. And then the fact that some people have like this fake grass that they water. I don't know if they're trying to <laughs> clean it or I don't know what, what's what's going on with it. You're trying to grass. figure it out. Yes. So with when you doing when you searching for roles, do you have any specific roles in place that you like that you like? Do you want to do like action or suspense or it's just whatever? Yeah, whatever. I mean, I like all roles that I can get a chance to do. Do you think that'll change as he gets older? Not really. You don't? Mm he, I tell him he has multiple personalities. Hey, that's good for, <laughs> for acting, though. And he likes, he kind of, he really likes to just throw himself into to anything. Yeah. He really does. Just the stunts, for example. Yeah. He came up to me before they started filming. He said, Mom, can I ask them, can I try it? Just I to just do it. kind of looked, just to do it. And I looked at him and said, are you serious? Go ahead and build that resume, man. Yep. Ain't nothing wrong with building that resume. You, somebody else, going by the time he turned 18, somebody else is going to never have done a stunt. And he's going to be able to say, I'll do it for her. So and he really enjoyed it. What is it? Bruises and all. He had a blast. I and think actually, about. I got sick in L.A. I mean, not in L.A. In Mexico, uh -huh. when we were filming, I got sick. I um ate a raw burger. Didn't know it was raw until well, my mom told me after I had <laughs> eaten like half of it. See so his I face. Was, I was fine for like the whole day, but then the next day I got super sick. Like. Five four o'clock in the morning, I was puking. My mom said I'd be fine, so she gets the bright idea to put me in the shower and says, "Wash all the sickness off." That's, I, I mean, that's I mean, that's true. And especially when you're throwing up, they say that a cold shower it definitely helps. I get into the shower, I get dizzy and fall down. So I'm down on the ground and water's all over <laughs> me, and I'm like sick. So then she calls the like the hotel nurse. Yeah, they give me a pill that. Two seconds later, I puke out. Did you? That's why I say that's a Mexican pill too. Did you check that pill? No. I know you're part Mexican too, but I don't know. Are you, with, with you being in, um, you know, you have an American belly. I don't know if you can take a Mexican pill. <laughs> so you may, may want to check that next time. So you puked it up, and then what happened? We went to set. The set doctors put me on an IV for a couple hours. After a couple hours, I wanted to get to, to work because they don't get paid to sit around and get on an IV. So that's crazy for him to have that work ethic at 12 years old. You know how many grown men will be like, yeah, I'm going to ride this IV out to the weekend. I'm going to collect this little check and this money. Oh, you know, and I'm going to keep on going. You wanted to get the IV out you. All right, look, Kobe Bryant, that's what we're going to call him. 2-4, <laughs> one over Jordan. So I had, they had like these people with like puke bags yeah. for when they took it out of me and I went back to set. Yeah. 
and went back in. Yeah. Was this for the movie he did with uh, Ben Affleck? No, it was for the upcoming one that's going to be um, next year in okay. 2019. And it was it was interesting because I said, are you? I kept asking him, are you sure you yeah. went? And when he did go back on set, it was the most physical part, part of, it. of the taping. And I was like, okay. And of course, I'm sitting there with my eyes closed. Eyes closed, yeah. Because like, you're hoping he don't puke while he's doing all of this. <laughs> puke. And, you know, they had all the prof- this, the the cast and crew of this yeah. upcoming um, feature film they were phenomenal. Have I he mean, gotten to the point where when they say, when you got Gabe Silva, does, have you have you had his own trailer yet or his own chair yet? Are you the type that's like, I want all blue M&M's, no, no. Skittles. Not yet. So you ain't got that bougie yet. Nope. It's coming. I can tell by your hair, man. Your hair too good for you not to <laughs> want all blue candy. What's your favorite color? My favorite color would be, like from the Sour Patch Kids, yellow, lemon. Lemon? Yellow, yep. What? Yes. I love what kid eats lemon candy? Me? <laughs> Me. And his favorite color is green. Tell him about oh, your, yeah. your future car that you want. I want a green smart car. Like the little ones? Yeah, the little, little those little cars. The little compact cars. Dark, like bright green and then on the inside black. Mm, leather? Yes. I think that's going to change for sure once you get older. You know how much. Like, every time I see those little smart cars, I'm like, if a diesel bump it, it's done. <laughs> It's one of them cars you feel like every time. I remember one time this guy, he parked real close to my my car and he had a smart car. And I was like, why? Like, I felt like I literally, if I wanted to, I could have flipped it over and just pushed it out of the out of the parking spot. You want somebody to flip your car over and take it out of the parking spot? Well, you got to make you got to get a real car, Gabe. Well, he said he wants to be on the red carpet. You know, one day, hopefully, if he's you can going carry to that car. on the red carpet. Well, you know how they drive, drive like, those little cars on the limousines? Yeah. And he said he wanted to be black limousine, black limousine, green smart car. And a green smart car. <laughs> so you're going to drive yourself to when you get your exactly. first award. That's what he said. I was telling Artesi, I said, I want to cultivate, like when we did the first interview, I was like, I really hope that we can continue this friendship and continue to cultivate it because I was like, I want to, first of all, champion him for doing what he's doing. And I also want to be one of the first people to be like, he was on my show. You know, he he's doing all of this. And he started with us, and we started with him because he's my first actor that I've interviewed. So we pretty much kind of bonded. You like a little brother. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I know I haven't said this to you, but uh, for real, if you need, if you ever need to, to some advice, I'm not an actor, but I am good at acting. Don't forget Aww. that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I can I can talk myself out of a lot of situations. <laughs> so if you ever have a role where you're a con artist and you're like, hey, I need some, I need to be able to figure this out, I am good off the cuff. As you can see, I don't have any topics in front of me. I said, today I'm going to go in and we're going to talk to Gabe. And I want to talk to Gabe like I'm a teacher. I'm just somebody he kicks it with every day and we go from there. Do you like being homeschooled? That seems kind of lonely. I love being homeschooled. Why? I get to Get out of school earlier? <laughs> no, like, I wake up, eat breakfast, go to school, just, like, in my pajamas. Yeah. In my pajamas, I go to school. It's yeah. amazing. So, I'm sure the food is better. Yes. You know, so did you ever partake in the square pizza and the corn at school? No, because I have so many allergies. Oh, yeah, my you mom, did tell me that. But then again, eating a Lunchable every day gets kind of boring after a long, long, long time. Does he like pizza? Yes. Can he eat pizza? Yeah. His well, favorite Papa John's. Papa John's. Uh, Papa John's is not bad. I love Papa favorite John's. topping. Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Basic but a goodie. Classics are always good. Favorite music right now. <laughs> favorite artist. Let's go with that. Favorite artist. Let's go Drake. You like Drake? Yeah. Favorite song right now by Drake. God's plan. I knew he was about to say it. Yep. That video when I so you saw the video. Yeah. What did you think about it? I liked it. My my perspective when I saw it, I was like. <laughs> 
he changed the game to me yeah. because it shows that you don't need or have to wait on anybody to take your own money to do something for people. Exactly. That's, that's He was inspired by that, I think. And that's um, why I was like, he had to like it because of the giving part, because he seems like a nice kid and a giving person. Because for the, uh, Black Panther, he, um, out of his own pocket, mm-hmm. with one of his other friends, who she can join us today, but they took money from their own pocket and bought tickets for kids. To for, go to for the movie. kids to go to see the movie. He so you already stunned. Mm-hmm. So, and it was... He said, mm-hmm. <laughs> Old school because yeah. you know, no, it's, but something but is was, better than nothing. Yeah, it was about you know two hundred tickets, or actually forty tickets, so two hundred bucks. They got together forty tickets. Still, <laughs> I didn't pay for nobody to go to the movies besides me and her. <laughs> so still, good job. But see, that's the thing. And you know how they say, <clears throat> have you ever seen, I think it's the Prudential commercials, to where it's like somebody will open the door and then somebody will see that person open the door and then they'll help somebody across the street. I think that's what guys, that's to me, that's what guys playing video was. Watching somebody do a good deed, it should touch your heart, and then you do something good for somebody else. That's true. Because I was watching, I was like, he took a million dollars. And somebody always got something negative to say because the comments were, oh, he's going to get a tax write-off. So have you, as a parent, ever dealt with how hard, I don't know how hard you push him, but just supporting him and people being like, oh, she's pushing that for her agenda for him? Oh, yeah. How do Uh you deal with that? I just kind of laugh, and I'm like, this is his dream. Yeah. I've already had my dream. I've had my time. Mm -hmm. You know, I did amazing, fun things growing up, so to speak, when I was in uh, corporate America. Mm -hmm. And this is his dream. And I told him, I said, once you hit 18, you go to college, you go to university, and then mommy's going to the Bahamas. Yeah. So. Oh, so you're going to live? Yeah. So you want to live in the Bahamas? For a while. I've never been, (laughs) but my mom visited a couple times and she said it's an amazing place. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I can told him I could travel, you know, come back and visit him. And my mom and I would go to the (laughs) casino and take my granny along. (laughs) But this is his time to shine. Yeah. You know, he and I had a serious conversation because it was a big investment. I walked away from a very good job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Making great money to making zero. Yeah. Then to making a little bit. Then to taking odd jobs here and there to, of course, pay the bills. And I don't, I mean, in my, my mind, my mom did the same for me. And so why not do it? Why not do it? I think it's, and it's crazy because, um, I don't know if you grew up in church, but I grew up in church. So I was watching, uh, what was, we we was watching Uncensored and who was the lady? Uh, Leandria. Leandria. What's her last name? Do you know? Leandria Johnson, the gospel singer, she won um, Sunday's Best a couple years back. But she was talking about, because I think a lot of black families go through this to where we're held back, you know, because of religion. Like, not to be funny, if he was my little brother for real and he grew up under my household, he wouldn't be acting. Because they would have tried to correlate acting with, you know, Hollywood and sin and the devil. And it's like, like you say, we didn't get chances. I know I didn't get certain chances. So it's like, I know if I have a kid or if Gabe was my son, if you want to play football, play football. If you want to be a scientist, I'm going to help you figure out how to be a scientist. If you like, you know, creating something where you want to be an engineer, I want to try and help you with that. So I think it's important that, that especially for black kids or minorities, period, we expose them to as much as we can early in life. Because now he's going to take those experiences and be able to pass those on. He's um, He asked a group, a production group here in Houston, could he intern with them? Mm-hmm. He wants to do, because yeah. he said he wants to learn behind the camera at 12. That's my old, that's why I say that's my old man. That's so. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> bro, you probably got more experience than I have right now. So me, you got a resume? Yes. <sighs> Look at his arms. He just sitting with his arms crossed. What, you, what kind of shoes you got on, man? I just got to check you out, bro. I'm just checking you out. Okay. I started to wear some of mine. Mine was the anarchy uh, high tops. I started to do that. So 
he got in, is what is this with girls? I mean, he's an actor. Not he's handsome. Yet. I don't know. Mm-mm. He's like, uh-uh. Mm. Not yet? Mm-mm. So, so you don't... It'll come. Yeah, it'll come. I remember it was a time when I was around his age, and I was like, kissing? No. Hanging out with a girl? For what? We've had some serious talks already. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm we sure. have to in this business. In this business? I am... I'm, I'm, I just... Boy, I am floored. You, he ain't even looking surprised. I don't think... What you don't understand is a kid your age, most kids your age... They're not as well-groomed as you. They're not as well-mannered as you. And they're not as well-spoken. So not only does that speak volumes for you, Thank you. it's a reflection of you. Thank you. Well, so, I'm an only child, so I am I grew up around nothing but adults. Yeah? How's, do you like being an only child? Yes. Is he spoiled? Rotten. Well, not as spoiled as my dog. Well. Yeah. Not as spoiled as your dog. Do you know that you're spoiled, or you don't know? My... my I really know. <laughs> I think it's hard to know that you're spoiled at being his age, first of all, and then when you're the only child, you don't know anything else. Exactly. She's the only child. That's so, why we relate so much. Oh, you're the only child, only too? Child. Oh, okay. So no. three up. Yeah. <laughs> are you you're not the only child, are you, Frank? I'm the oldest. Oldest? Okay. So that's different than I was the youngest. Okay. You're the only boy? Uh, growing up around women. <laughs> Ask me something. You got a question for me, man? Mm-mm. You don't got nothing? Nope. Think nothing about. crazy. Think something. Let's dig deep. Do, 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 yeah, do, that's good. Favorite cartoon? Let's see. I haven't really watched cartoons in a while. Mm. That would be probably SpongeBob. SpongeBob? I kind of had that in my head, but I didn't say anything. Would you like to do a series on Netflix if you had the uh, opportunity to do so? Yes. I think, and that, I was kind of looking at that because I was like, I see that. Now, I st- what was the name of the movie with Ben Affleck you were in? Live by Night. I started watching that. And when I when when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, man, I love Zoe Zaldana. He got to work with Zoe Zaldana. And well, then he didn't. He, he, all, his, all his scenes were with Mr. Affleck. That was it? That was it. <laughs> Did you get to see her? Nope. Nope. He sounded like he's sad. Yeah. That means you like women, man. I just told me right there. You, 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 you said you ain't really thinking about it, but the sadness in your voice showed me something else, brother. Well, my mom actually resembles her. Okay. I, well, yes, you do. Well, I don't think so. But you have the, everybody thinks so, mom. We apart from I think me, it's yeah. the eyes too. Yeah, I could, yeah, I could say I could see yeah. with the eyes and everything. That's what the producer said. She said um, we were laughing and talking, and she said. We were we just were spot on on casting. You resemble Zoe, and I just I laughed. I go, maybe she was short, kind of chubby, and <laughs> you know. And I kind of went down my list, yeah. and she just kind of looked at me and started laughing. And then she's like, No, 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 Ben thinks so too. And I'm like, Okay, that's what is different. it like being? That's what I'm saying. Like being in rooms like that because I know here recently with the podcast, me and Artesia have been in certain rooms where it's actors, you know, famous actors and comedians and you know public figures. And I know for me, I'm not starstruck. Has you have you ever met someone that you made you feel like oh my god? No. Nope. <laughs> Bro, I don't know. This is a different kind of dude over here. Well, he was bossing poor Mr. Affleck around, so yeah. He was bossing him around from the beach scene. Yes. Tell him what happened. They wanted to take another break. And you wanted to keep working. Yes, I, I was tired too, but that didn't really mean everybody <laughs> wanted to take a break. I wanted to play on my tablet, but I couldn't do that. <laughs> See how his voice changed? He was. It's a I mean business. And he's hitting his hand too, like, hey, Affleck. I, I mean, you know, you know he's Batman now. Yes. You got to respect Batman different. You got to put, like what Birdman said, you got to put some respect on his name, man. Yeah. He did, He was uh, like very, very fatherly to him. Yeah. Which was, and it was kind of funny because when he was, they were all 
bent over mm-hmm. and Gabriel was talking and I'm going, oh my God, what did he just say to them? But that got to be dope, man. It like, was funny. And the fact that you have done all of these things, he's not going to be shocked or enamored by other things that's going to make him be like, oh, I want to do this or do that. Now, I'm going to talk about drugs in front of him because I know with him being a child actor and growing up in it, I mean, it's hard because one of the things that you hear about child actors is, you know, when they're hot, when they're a kid, and then as they get older, if it dies off, how do they deal with that? Because they're not, you know, they're used to the limelight, they're used to this attention. Is that something that you worry about with him? Not at all. We've already, we've had this talk. Yeah. Um, he has a lot of allergies, some serious issues. Yeah. Probably allergic to everything. Yeah, he's allergic to everything. <sighs> and I told For, him, I, well, when I was at school, when I was at real school, mm-hmm. there was like this table where they only put the allergy kid. Yeah. Only allergy kid. I loved sitting there by myself. Or are you a different type of dude? He is. We and did. then when my friends started seeing me and they started trying to come to the table, I'm like, no, get away, get away, get away. I just want to stay no. here by myself. Yes. We have. We, tell, we had that conversation and I told him, you know, we've been through the whole gamut of drugs. Yeah. Types and names, yeah. and my my mom, they're all that side of the family. They're all nurses, yeah. so they've come, you know, at him from a medical point of view. Yeah. And I just told him, I said, either if you try it, you may die. So that's it. Yeah, straight and, up and down. You know, I and and like you said, in this business, you as a parent, you don't, you should not sugarcoat. No, you should. I mean, some parents do, and that's their. And that's preference. how they get caught up too. But I don't. I've never really sugarcoated anything. I think before even he started in the industry. So um, I just wanted to make sure that he's safe, and that's my job. And yeah. being exposed and taught and told, then you know, I told him, of course, you know, I'm not naive. You're going to yeah. have a drink. You're going to have of two or two, three. Yeah. I said, but just be responsible and know what you're drinking because yeah. again, you may be allergic. You may be allergic, and I may die. And that's and then I can finish it off, and you might die. And then she finishes off a good majority of her sentences. Yes, this is true. Do you? What do you want to be when you grow up? If if acting doesn't work out, have you thought about that yet? Or are you just video game designer? A design, a, a video game designer. I love playing video games. That's her son. Same way. Favorite video game right now. It's been my favorite video game for a couple of years. Minecraft. Minecraft. I've heard about it. Never played it. Is that a computer game? Or is that an actual? I'm thinking it's on Warcraft. Xbox, phone, computer, basically anything with a screen. What intrigues you about it? Just like you get to build whatever you want. So is it is Minecraft kind of like is is Warcraft too one of them? No. I don't know. Not me. Either. If it's if it's those kind of <laughs> games where you building stuff like building whole uh, communities and stuff like that. No, it's not one that, like that. I am out the loop for him. I thought that's what you did. No. I thought he was going to say something like NBA 2K, then I'd be like, hey, I'm I, I'm there. I don't really like sports games. I was figured that was coming. Mm-mm. I'm trying to find a common ground for us. If we're going to be brothers, <laughs> I got to find a common sports ground. The game I like is Madden. I used to like Madden, but Madden changed. You know what? Right. That's how I know I'm getting old. It's too complicated. You got to do too many things to pass mm-hmm. the ball, and I, I'm not that good anymore. I so. played it once on my Xbox, and I was like, you know what? It's, you know, that's it. I'm done. Favorite city? Houston! Houston? Yep. Have you ever listened to Chopped and Screwed music? Mm-mm. Do you know what that is? Nope. All right, we're going to have to, you know what that yes, is. Yes, mommy knows. As you get older, <laughs> yeah, he can't listen to that yet. Unless they starting to uh, chop and screw some kids songs, which I'm pretty sure they've done that somewhere. Yeah. But it's, you know what? Houston is a great place to be. 
It's great culture. I don't like your traffic. No, the traffic. Well, Dallas, <sighs> y'all's traffic. Yeah, but it ain't like this, though. That's true. Like, as soon as I came in, I could just tell the whole, it was, the energy changed. Yeah. The traffic <laughs> is pretty, well, I mean, if you can survive well, our traffic, you can survive L.A. traffic. Yeah. L.A. traffic, you could be sitting there for hours, like. In one spot. In, in L.A., they don't expect you to be on time. <laughs> if you're on time, something's wrong. Yeah, that's true. So they expect you to be late. They expect yes. you to be late because yeah. of the traffic. So I want to talk about, uh, is it okay to talk about some of his allergies? Oh, like what? Yeah. So what is he allergic to, like oh, certain wait. things? Um, Mom? Yes, sir. Did you bring the list? Uh, <laughs> no, I had your, your medicine bag. But <laughs> you, 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 okay, so look, hold on real quick. Before yes. we talk about allergies, okay. my mom gives me this like whiteboard okay. where she writes down things I'm supposed to add during interviews and stuff. Okay, so, so that's what you said whiteboard. she forgot. Yep, okay. She forgets my whiteboard, and as she forgets my list of okay. things I'm allergic to. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. That's fine, Mom. <laughs> all right, so all nuts, all trees, all grasses... Um, for certain citruses, seafood, seafood, watermelon, watermelon. Jesus Christ! Not tacos. No, no, no! I love tacos. I was about to say Jesus. I had, I had tacos Kill me now. Before I came here, yeah, I had okay. tacos. <laughs> All right, what else? Um, let's see. Some uh, mold dust, mildew. Oh, some animals. Cats. Some Girls. Certain. certain yep. Yeah, certain, <laughs> certain animals. Certain um, animals. My dog is hypoallergenic, so that's the only reason we got to have him. Wait a minute. How did you know the dog was hypoallergenic? Well, poodles, like, there's certain dogs, like poodles and Shih Tzu, and um, there's a whole list of hypoallergenic dogs, because I know poodles actually have hair. And I'm not going to act like I know. What does hypoallergenic mean? Well, Educate me. Go ahead. Well, it means (laughs) that it doesn't trigger allergies. Oh, Okay. Because he's on allergy shots every six weeks. Yeah. He has to take uh, a pill every every night. Every night he takes a pill. So. And see, I'm, I'm asking these questions, but I'm allergic to a lot of, uh, uh, I have a lot of allergens. I think that's the proper way to say it. But I don't take anything. Really? Like my eyes will be something like my mom will be like, your eyes are a little puffy. And I'm like, they're always puffy. It's like I'm just, I'm, I'm an actual man. Meaning if a woman doesn't say take this. Yeah. Yeah. So be grateful, brother, that you have a mother who knows all of these things. And uh, at best, she just forgets the list and the whiteboard, but not the actual medicine. There you go. See, I have the bag right next to me. I have, yeah. like, um, puffy eyes, too. Yeah. My mom covers that up with makeup. Well, when he's going out for appearances yeah. and things, you you know, he has to look. You got to look on point. Yeah. Even though you're already on point, you know, she got to make you look dapper. One time I was going to perform in front of a bunch of um, acting agents yeah. and things. She poked my eye. So I'm sitting in line waiting to, to perform to the agents. With red eye. With, with, with tears just all over my face. Yeah. Because my eye is watering because yeah. he just poked it. But it was a it was a dramatic monologue. That's what I was about to say. So you was ready. He was on point. Wait, Thanks but me. still, mama. <laughs> he said, mama. <laughs> See? Well, now you're going to have to do it. Uh, you're going to have to do it for him. Do you know how to just go in the scene? Yes. He does? Mm-hmm. Can you give him a scene and let's let him act out a little? Do you mind doing that? No. I, Why don't you do your monologue? Uh-huh. Which one? Do both. All right. I'm going to do the funny one because I like the funny one better. Okay. Then you can do the dramatic one. All right. No. <laughs> I am a robot. I am going to take over this whole world. I have all the power in the universe. You shall do as I say. Clean my room. Make the bed. Do the dishes, 
take me to the movies. But if you don't, I will vaporize you with my eyes. What? I am too robot. Fine, I'll be more polite. Please clean my room. Please make the bed. Please do the dishes. Please take me to the movies. But if you don't, I will vaporize you with my eyes. Is that better? <laughs> and scene. The closest I've been to something like that, I had a friend. <laughs> I had a friend. We had to get together at, uh, at my place one time, and I had a friend who had drank too much. Ah. And literally, she was literally sitting at the table like we're sitting here. And she just went into this whole monologue like he did. And then we were like, is she serious? <laughs> For like five minutes straight, she was doing that. And we were kind of like, what in the world is going on? And then after it, she was like, and sing. And I was like, she's on drugs. And because she was drunk, she literally crawled into the living room and passed out on the couch. There you go. It was like the monologue. The monologue just took it, it out took of it her. out of her. So is this for a movie that he's done or working on, or is that it just was, part uh, of it? very first monologue that he did for Agents. Okay. And then the second one, the dramatic one, they we were we did them in front of the agent mm -hmm. and then afterwards they were looking at me because it's it's a pretty serious one and they kept looking at me and I'm like I promise you guys I have nothing to do with it he found it online mm -hmm. no you see the thing is they asked me where I got it from I yeah. looked at her because she's the one that told me I couldn't do my um my funny one for the second year in a row she told me I had to do another one and so she went online and looked for it that's why exactly. I looked at her because it's it's about um a child child abuse scene. yeah. And so they're like, I'm like, I promise you, I don't beat my child. Trust but he me. was able to get into that character. And he he came out of the room, Mom, I made some agents cry. Yes. That's and how you're supposed to do. It was Yay. happy. That's when you know it's real. Yeah. yeah. I think the only reason I made them cry is because my mom poked my eye. <laughs> and, well, I was... She prepared you. Exactly. There you go. She prepared you for the scene that was coming up. So the next one that he's about to do, I want to try to record it. So that's why I, I want to try to catch this. If he doesn't mind, you don't. Do you mind me recording yeah, Mom, you? Mom, do you need to poke me, or do you need to hit me, or something? <laughs> oh, poke him in the eye to get him ready. Poke him in the eye. No, I'm good. Okay, okay you sure? Yeah, what kind of oil does you, do you put on his hair? That's a good question. If anybody has any hints, can they email you guys? And well, pass I was just on? saying because if he's, I mean, if he got oil, he can just wipe that oil and <laughs> dab your eyeball, and you'll definitely, uh, yeah, that's I put if you spray want. in it. Okay, um, the Johnson's baby spray, but then. I use the pink oil moisturizer because, yeah. you know, the I haven't used texture. that in a while, but that is good texture. It's really good for it. And then he has the, um, I think, Crew, J. Crew, Pomade. Ah. Um, so, yeah, we have a plethora of products. <laughs> One of the things I was going to say, has he ever done any voiceovers for, like, cartoon movies? Because that's what it Not took yet. me to when he was doing that. Not yet. Not yet. That is dope. I want to. You would like to do voiceovers? Yes. What? What's your, do you have a favorite? Well, first of all, have you ever watched Lion King? Yes. Have you ever watched um, Aladdin? You know, I like a Lion, a Lion King better than I do Aladdin. Than Aladdin? I only watched Aladdin like once and I didn't really like it. Have you ever seen Fern Gully? No. Have you ever seen Fern Gully? No. Let him watch Fern Gully. Okay. Fern Gully is kind of similar to, uh, have you ever seen, uh, what's the movie? Avatar. I loved Avatar. If you love, if you love Avatar, watch Fern Gully. It's literally similar to that, but because it, it's like a the way they shrunk the the white guy right. or whatever they did, they basically shrunk a white guy in the movie, and is he was there trying to save a forest, so on and so forth. Fern Gully, you should check it out. The reason I ask is because it's crazy because Lion King came out when I was a kid, but how old are you? Twelve. Twelve. So it's like a twenty three year difference, but the movie still carries that much weight. Oh yeah. So the next role, the monologue you're gonna do, it was from one of his first. Um, 
and it was from the second time he went to perform for agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he signed with Page Parks uh, Talent. Okay. And the Page Parks Center of Acting and Modeling, they do this thing every year called Agent Review. Okay. So for the kids that are either signed with the agency and or kind of coming up through the school, yeah. they have an opportunity to kind of perform in front of maybe 50, 60 agents <sighs> at one time. And so that's what he did. He it's did that. completely nerve-wracking. I was about to say, are you nervous when you do that? But the first year was, but after that, I just wasn't really nervous anymore. I'm really nervous. You know, I don't really get nervous. That's, you know, you got Kobe Bryant is what I just, that's who you are, brother. <laughs> young Kobe. Young KB. Yep. So, before we get ready to get out of here, we got about five to ten more minutes. I want you to roll into this next monologue. We'll tell people what's coming up with you, where they can find you at on social media, and we'll get ready to close it out. Okay. So, we're going to get ready. I'm going to be quiet. Three, two, quiet on the set. <laughs> Action. Can I go now? But, lady, I told you, everything is okay. My dad didn't mean to get mad. It was my fault. I shouldn't have bothered him. That's why he left me outside in the snow. He probably forgot I was still out there when he left. I know he would have let me back in. He tells me all the time if I behave, he wouldn't have to hit. He didn't do this. I fell down when I was playing. Lady, I have to go. You don't know what my dad's going to do to me. If I stay, the more I stay, the more he'll hurt me. I have to go before it's too late. Hey, lady, quit talking to my son. He said he ain't been there. Nobody hit him. Let him go. Let him be. (laughs) Where do you pull it from? And I think that's the thing. Like, where do you, as an actor, as a professional, where do you pull that from if you've never experienced these things? You know, I just kind of think to myself what that would feel like for someone. Yeah. And then I just pull it out of me. Bro, I I don't know. You want to take over the show? Nope. I think you could do that. If you, I mean, you could act like a podcaster. You can. I think that's gonna scare people when he gets older. Because I was watching. I forgot what I was watching. I was watching some kind of documentary, and it was about actors, and they were going in and out of scenes, and even going back to like Heath Ledger. Like they say, he had tapped so much into the Joker right. that he felt like he became him, and that's what led to his demise. Mm-hmm. And I think when I think about that, I'm like, do you have you ever gotten lost in your character to where when you leave set and come home, you some of that still kind of spills over? Mm-mm. Maybe you like a bad kid on set, and then you come home and you talk crazy. And I'm like, hey, uh, this ain't the set, brother. <laughs> he knows better. <laughs> okay, ain't nothing wrong with that. But so you I think he? Well, when the upcoming, we're gonna come back and talk about the upcoming project. Most definitely, we'll be here. But we need to. Yes, when I think he was auditioning for that, mm-hmm. he had to cry and say the Lord's Prayer in Spanish. And I'm terrified of clowns. He's terrified of clowns. Mm. And me too. I don't like it. Yeah, he. And mommy was helping him tap into the crying. Yeah. He would cry and then start laughing. So I didn't even pull up a clown. I promise. Don't be mean of me. Yeah. But I said, I said, you know, do we have to show you a clown? And I turned around and grabbed my phone and he starts wailing. He literally went into and it. He just went into it. And I was like. Take that. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So, and then after we, we cut, he was still crying and yeah. really physically upset. And I kept apologizing. I, was, yeah. I promise I wasn't going to show you a clown. And I'm hugging and, him. And, oh, and then, the, then another lady walked into the studio and she was kind of needing the space. I'm like, can you give us a minute? Yeah. No, she He's, kicked us out. So well, we were in the hallway. I was in the hallway <laughs> crying. I was trying to put the nice spin on it, but <laughs> she needed the room and she kicked us out. And he was in the hallway crying, but he was physically upset. So yeah. that's the only time I've ever seen him Still kind of stay. With How old him. was he? This was what last year? No, year before. Wait, yeah, 
I think it was last year. Yeah, about two years first, ago. When I first turned 12. Yeah, it was last year when he first turned 12. So what is it this, that frightens you about clowns, if I may ask? They look creepy. They do. Yes. Believe me, I agree. <laughs> and I think, I don't know. I don't know even why they got this at a party. Yeah. And they still putting them at parties. That's I don't the, know why. That, I don't either. I, I'm, to me, it feels like that you were going to terrify the kids. Yeah, it would be, but some parents don't care. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Or it's just parents that are out of touch. No, I, you know, are out of touch. So, so what? What's next for uh, Gabe Silva? Well, I'm just gonna keep auditioning and hope I get something. Yeah. So to take action gear, um, with that, I know you guys have a newsletter. Yeah. How often do you guys release that? Um, it's two every every. It's. Oh, monthly. It's bi-monthly. Okay. Um, it's, it's a digital, it's grown actually. It's a digital magazine now. It's become a full-fledged interactive magazine. And you guys, um, they reach, you reach Ireland too, right? Because I know, I think we've gotten listeners from the Take Action Gear because I know I was telling her, I was like, who is listening to us in Ireland? Yeah. <laughs> we've gotten people picking it up and, um, or, you know, logging on. Yeah, I think the. Sorry. My mom, my, if my mom 50, kills the, the, the mic. Yes, I killed the mic. Sorry. You, if you kill the mic, then you can't be in front of technology. Because remember, right. you killed the microwave. I did kill our microwave. How so? I have no idea. You just <laughs> killed, killed the microwave. Yeah. He I sounded very sad. Yeah, he was. <laughs> That's what what you hot uh, heating up your Tostitos pizza rolls. I love hot dogs, <laughs> and I couldn't eat any hot dogs. Have you ever been to the state fair? Mm-mm. Thanks. Yeah. That's we what have we have in common. I've never yeah. been. Never been. Been in Dallas 14 years. I don't like crowds. Yeah, I don't either. I don't like the small spaces. So do you accept me as your big brother, man? Okay. Okay. You don't seem like you wanted to. I need a handshake. Can I get a handshake? All right, man. I appreciate that. So I've adopted you. You've adopted me. <laughs> like I said, if you need anything, give me a call, man. You can always reach out. It's a pleasure doing podcasts with you. It's a pleasure to watch you do what you do. It's a pleasure to see somebody be professional. It's a pleasure to see a kid who has an actual good head on his shoulders with all of this stuff going on in the world, and they say we can't be great. That's true. We can't. Salute to you. Thank this you. is uh, this still Women's History Month? Yes, it is. We definitely salute mothers like you and women like you who take time out of their day to make sure their sons are good, their daughters are good, their family is good. You're instilling good quality um, rules and and whatever the word I'm looking for right now, disciplinary skills, you know, and and Gabe. And I mean, it's, it's a pleasure. I felt like we already knew you guys before we got here. We're, I told Artesia we're family. Already. We're, we're already. I told you. I'm a little dark, but I could still pass. Well, we have shades in the family, all yeah. kind of shades. And see how long one my hair is? One of our relatives looked like Colonel Sanders. From And then we have relatives that are darker, so. We Colonel Sanders? Yes. Yeah. Colonel Sanders. The chicken man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Kentucky Fried Chicken Man. All these commercials. So let them know where they can find you at on social media, Gabe. All right. You can find me at Gabe L. Silva on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Which is which is your favorite social platform? Twitter. Twitter. I, I call it Twitter. <laughs> I call it Twitter. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you like most about that before we get out of here? Just the little birdie. Just the bird? The bird. That's what brings you in? All right. Well, hey, man, this is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where a filter becomes extinct. We do appreciate you guys for coming in. We appreciate the listeners for continuing to listen. If you want to be on The Reality Is, because I don't have my script, you can email us at info at therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. You can follow us uh, on uh, Facebook, Instagram, 
Twitter. <laughs> um, we are still on Anchor. And again, that's at The Reality Is. You can follow me at Sir Robert Paul on Instagram, Anthony Roberts on Facebook. And as I always say, man, inhale, courage, excel, success. Tiffany, we appreciate you for coming out. Gabe, we appreciate you. I have a brother, people. You have a little brother. I have a little brother. And he will take you to task on that, too. I, I'm Maybe. fine with it. I'll take him to task, too. I may need to, uh, when you finally get that big movie, again, I need that. I need a ticket, brother. I want to be on the red carpet when you drive the green car up there. <laughs> so then we could be there. All right, man. This is Anthony Robbins, host of The Reality Is. We'll catch y'all on the next one. Sorry, right, we recording. Hit that note again. <laughs> so we came back real quick, man, because I know that we, before the podcast started, we was talking about doing shout outs and we didn't get your shout out. So what, what's the you got a list? I got a list it, in okay. my head. Okay. Would have been on the whiteboard had my mom. I knew you was going to put it back on her. Let's see what your head. Let's see what your mind do. You say you're good at remembering. Right, yeah. Let's get them. Shout out to Page Parks Talent. Shout out to Telegram Server. Shout out to Break Free. Shout out to my mom, my grandma, my great grandma, my uh, great uncle, my dog Charlie, and last but not least, my pet fish Jay. Sorry, you're no longer with us. I was about to say, well, you didn't tell us about the fish. Oh yeah, my mom were fed him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> was it one of those beta fish? Yes. Okay, I've done that too. So I'm gonna tell you this: beta fish are different, and beta fish are crazy. <laughs> If you put another beta fish in with another beta fish, they're going to kill each other. Yes. If you even just put a mirror up, they're going crazy. So she probably didn't know. Yeah, she probably overfed him because I overfed mine. See? I think you're only supposed to drop like two or three pellets in the water. My mom dropped like five. That's what I was about to say. I overshook mine. I, see, I was the dummy. Like, at least she took them with her hand and dropped them in there. I shook it like salt. No, no. And five pieces just fell in there. I shook it, shook it like salt. Too. Oh, you did? Yeah, we're That's where we we're messed there. up then. Yeah. Well, okay. hey, uh, it, it, it ain't. We learned. We learned. He, well, at least he Rest died full. Exactly. And who only can eat five pellets of food? At Simple Mobile, you get the no contract advantage. Those other mobile companies make you think you're in control, but you're really not. They lure you in with shiny new phones and then lock you into long-term agreements. But Simple Mobile is different. You can get a 30-day plan starting at $25. You can also get the latest smartphones, or if you have a compatible phone you love, you can bring it. Just text BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. It's the reliability you need when you need it. All on a powerful nationwide 5G network. With no mystery fees, no activation fees, and no contract ever. All for less money and no contract ever. 5G capable device and SIM required. Actual availability and coverage and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speed not yet available. Message and data rates may apply. Visit simplemobile.com slash privacy policy for privacy policy. Service plan required for activation. Terms at simplemobile.com. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.